we are back here with Mita Unshackled at MJ Unpacked. I don't know. I've had like two cups of coffee already. And I'm having so much <laughs> trouble pronouncing things today. But we are here with one of my old friends from the cannabis industry. I think you, we've probably been in the length, same length of time. But we're about to find out uh, everything about her and share information about her with you. Liz, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. I enjoyed your keynote oh, speech. Oh, thank you. Yesterday. Thank you. With slides and graphics information. I was I was captivated. I was just like watching the whole thing because you provide so much information. Lots of data. And <clears throat> when people come here and they it starts with that, it's just like so informative. And so we we love education, Amita. We love information. So we love what you guys do. Absolutely. And And with that... Tell us your journey into cannabis, how it started, who you are, where you're from, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. So Liz Tahura, COO and co-founder of BDSA, uh, formerly BDS Analytics, so folks know us as both. Uh, my co-founder and partner Roy Bingham and I started BDSA back in 2015. Uh, we are based in Colorado, and both of us come from... Um, classic CPG data market research backgrounds and um, knew that this industry was going to need the same sort of data and insights that, that we provided in other industries and um, dipped our toes in in the Colorado and Washington markets back in, in 2015 and um, have been growing and expanding ever since and it's been quite a lot of fun over the past, um, if you can believe it, nine years in, uh, in May. That's incredible. Oh, yes, yeah, so nine years in May. I got to write that down correctly <laughs> so I don't misquote that. So, CPG industry, you and Roy, uh, you were co-founders? Co-founders, yep. What, where, where were you guys at before that? I mean... So, I was working um, with a firm called MPD, which mm -hmm. is now Circana, actually, uh, providing the same sort of market research and insights for, um, actually, the outdoor industry. So, before tracking cannabis, I tracked and paid attention to bikes and ski gear and hiking gear and climbing gear nice. and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, and there is actually quite a bit of crossover between outdoor consumers and cannabis consumers, as I'm sure you can imagine. Uh, so it's been it's been fun to see and to track um, all of those um, interplays between the various consumer groups. And how does one end up in market research and insights like as a specialty? You know, I went to Boston University, epistemology, law. I, I, I still don't know where I'm at, where I'm going, what I'm doing. It's all good. But how do you end up in... That becoming such a specialist in data. Thank you. Well, it was pretty. I was pretty deliberate on my end. Uh, so why don't I know what I'm doing? <laughs> I I went to uh, graduated from the University of Colorado Boulder. Go Buffs. Go Buffs. And uh, with two degrees, one in journalism actually, and then one in psychology and English lit. And the idea was to combine um, behavioral, you know, so so consumer behavior, understanding what makes people think and how people behave, uh, with storytelling. And that is really, at its core, what market research is. There's a lot of, of course, data and statistics and all that fun stuff as well. But uh, when you really break it down to the core, it's telling stories about how consumers behave and why they behave that way. And you knew this was your core when you were like six years, your, your path when you were like six years old? <laughs> Not six years old, but in college. In college. <laughs> in college, yeah. So, I mean, this is like, this is amazing. I remember, I see, I like CU. That was the first time I did hallucinogenic drugs was at CU. I went to Boston University. Sense. But all my friends went to see you, and you guys had that mall crawl thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Infamous. I have a great yeah. story from mall crawl. I just have to tell it, because I'll never forget when everybody was in the house, and like 12 people did the mushroom thing, right? They're like 19 years old. And then we leave the house, and everybody's kind of going towards mall crawl, right? And then there was this guy who had this like big thumb 
on his head with like a clothes hanger, and it said this way. It was like one of nice. those one of those moments. Like, did like, this really happen? Or? Yeah. So you walk outside and you're like, well, which way do we go? And then there's that guy. That way. <laughs> this way. And he's leading you to ball crawl. I love it. This is like 1991. Love to see you. So, so. Sorry about that. So you started your journey way back when. So you're just a, when. you're just a massive expert on this subject matter. And now you guys have the number one company in market research and insights in cannabis. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're very proud to uh, to be here and servicing the industry and providing all the the data and the insights and the information. That that, yeah. that is so cool. What do you think about? MG? I know you guys are at every conference in cannabis that I've mm -hmm. ever seen, been at for like the last eight years. Uh, how do you how are you finding your MJ Unpacked experience? What are you oh, seeing here? Oh, we love MJ Unpacked. Uh, George and Kim just do such a phenomenal job. Uh, what I really like about this show is the focus. It is brand and retailer focused, uh, and data and insights focused. And I think they do a fabulous job of bringing the right people in the room, making the connections, uh, and just providing a phenomenal event. You know, it's interesting because I'm all about the brands, brands, brands. I like brands because they don't have to think twice about their supply chain niche. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Sometimes cultivators, manufacturers, retailers, when regulations change and the regulations are about to be flipped on their head, maybe with them, not flipped on their head, but there's going to be some serious alterations with yep. federal. You know, people have to think, where's my position on the supply chain and how does it impact me? With brands, they just want to get to the consumer and patients as quickly as possible. And so I love supporting the brand show. But one thing I found really interesting here is people are so hungry for information. You're meeting so many uh, retailers here and, and people with licenses from New York and New Jersey. You yeah. catching that? Oh, yeah. It's so much fun to be here. It feels a little bit like the epicenter of excitement and growth in the industry. And, you know, uh, BDSA forecasts New York to be a $2.7 billion industry by 2027. And um, also to be one of the leading markets for new growth for the U.S. over the next five years. So uh, we're incredibly bullish, incredibly excited to see how this industry plays out and a lot of unique factors, um, which, of course, it wouldn't be cannabis if it wasn't a roller coaster and there weren't challenges. But, um, but I think that the way the New York market is um, shaping up is just going to be uh, really fun to watch and to participate in. And I would know what Arizona's projection is for 2027 if I logged onto my BDSA. But I don't know what Arizona's. It's doing well. Things are crazy. It Called is. A yes. It's a wild industry. It is a wild industry. You know, Arizona is interesting. And I talked about this yesterday. Um, we put it in the um, emerging market sector because for BDSA's defined definition of an emerging market. Yeah. That, yeah. 2020 or above. And, and Arizona is a little bit of an outlier with the emerging markets because it has more brands and less concentration of sales coming from the top 10 brands than any other emerging market. Um, so I think what I what that means to me is there's a lot of opportunity for independents, for smaller brands, for, for folks to come in. And I think Arizona's done a really great job of nurturing um, across the spectrum, everywhere from the big MSOs to, to the smaller brands. So how big is uh, BDSA? Uh, like how many people work for you guys? About 50 people. Okay, so people can you know subscribe and get all the information, tons of information, tons of knowledge to be watch analytics strategic understanding of what they're reading mm -hmm. do, we, do you guys provide that how does that work we do we have a phenomenal account services account management team uh, many of which are here and walking mm -hmm. around so introduce yourself um, and what we really pride ourselves on is not just providing the data insights but also providing the support and the service to bring that information to life right. and to make sure our clients get the most out of because 
there's a lot of data uh, when you subscribe. As yeah. you know, there's there's a lot there to, to weed through. So we are right. here to support uh, our clients on that journey and to make sure that they're getting the data points they need at the time they need it and, um, and the insights to back it up. Well, you guys certainly have developed a reputation as the number one number one company for market research insights. What's next for BDSA? Is there anything, not that anything needs to change, but companies sometimes have like next strategic projects or taking over Europe, I don't know, you know, something like that. You know, we're keeping an eye on global. I think not not quite ready to, to move forward. We do track the, the global market with our market forecast data. Uh, our retail sales tracking is really dependent on a robust retail market. Um, so I don't think any of the, the, the industries just yet, countries just yet are, are quite ready for the retail sales tracking. Um, but we'll continue to expand into new markets in the US. Uh, so we currently track 14 states with our retail sales tracking product and looking to add additional markets like Ohio, Connecticut, Maryland, adult use, um, Utah. So you'll continue to see new markets and new states open up um, throughout the year. And we recently launched a new menu analytics product at the end of last year. So continuing to build that product out. Um, and that's much more uh, focused on distribution, velocity, availability of products. Uh, so adds a nice layer alongside the sales data that the retail sales tracking is so much well known for. It, it, it is amazing. And what a cool, it's ancillary you know, company to cannabis. I mean, data is everything and understanding how to read it and then analyzing it, it just, it just, it just gives you incredible insights into what's happening in the world around you. So uh, everybody's looking for insights in cannabis and this is the only way to get it. That's what we call market research insights. We have, we have the answers. Yeah, so we do. How do people find you? How do people get in touch with you? So BDSA.com um, or please reach out to me directly, Liz at BDSA.com, and we'd be happy to chat uh, and, and explain a little bit more about what we do. I think I remember when we probably first met at like a meetup, like her. Or so, uh, when was it? Public 2015 or 16? 2000, yeah. It was May 2015 you guys started? Yep, yep. It might have been 2016 when we started launching into Arizona. You guys were instrumental in helping us get into the market. So I appreciate uh, that. Always appreciate that. We're, we're always trying to help people. And uh, you look the same. I look the same. I, of course. I went gray. <laughs> I did too. I, you can't really tell, but I went gray. But I stopped dyeing my hair though, but I wear my little <laughs> painter cap. Well, Liz, uh, people know how to get a hold of you. People already know your company and now they know you a little bit more. Uh, please reach out to her and, and you'll see their company all across the cannabis industry. And thank you for joining thank us. Thank you on so much. Mita Unshackle. So fun. Thank you.